welcome to Garbage Magic, an exploration of the best and worst of Choose Your Own Adventure books, and we find out which one it is as we turn the page. My name's Sam. And I'm Harry. And I apologize if my my energy levels might come off. It's a little lower. I am very excited about this. I just ate a very a very delicious we, Greek meal. We just ate a very large, delicious Greek meal. Well, like, but Sam went down and went for a walk, and I just laid down on my bed. You know? <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, it's like, after you, after you have, like, you know, a gyro... And, like, a big old plate of, like, fries covered in, what was that, in feta cheese and ranch dressing? Or, like, I, I, or, think, I, I guess tzatziki sauce. It was probably tzatziki sauce, I, right? I, I think feta cheese. Largely. Yeah. So, like, there's there's only a couple ways to properly respond to that. Either immobile, just utterly immobile, until the pain goes away. Or force yourself to move until the pain goes away. Yeah. Because cause there's pain involved in that meal, as delicious as it is. And and I already did uh, some, my exercise for for the day, some uh, uh, ring fits adventure. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to walk around after that again. <laughs> like, I'm, what's, I'm just, what's the point of moving more than strictly necessary? Listen, I did this so I could trick myself into, into thinking I won't die young. <laughs> uh, all right. And speaking of dying young, I guess... Um, we're we're gonna we're gonna finish maybe sooner than we thought. Uh, war with the evil power master because when he left last time, we were on twenty four of twenty five points needed to finish the game. Well, uh, to trigger end game, I'm yeah. assuming there's going to be some kind of boss fight after yeah. we hit twenty five. We, we got to fight this luchador looking motherfucker. Oh yeah, this luchador looking motherfucker surrounded by hordes of like. Uh, starving people. Did we finally decide that he actually is a bad guy because he's blowing up planets? Well, a planet was blown up. Yeah, I guess we don't really know it was him. Yeah. The... Like, and we actually, we blew up the ship that was around the planet, which may have been full of refugees and survivors. Yeah, we. I think we shot first. Yeah, we absolutely shot first. Um, so we may be the villains here, I guess is what we're saying. You know, but what if when we get those 25 points, we turn and it's like, who's the real monster? <laughs> well, clearly it's us. And we'll have, like, we'll have, like, spotted the plot twist from it, far away. It, it, Commander Chen is the monster. Flipto is fine. Flipto is innocent in all of this. Yes, Flipto is the man, as we have decided. Uh, so, as a quick reminder, we are uh, future, or, uh, we are future people from the past, or, it's we are old, the past's it's, version it's of the re- future. It's a parody retro future. So like it's 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 Star Wars, but sillier, and maybe and the, maybe the parody was unintentional like with Flash the, Gordon, yeah. But like yeah. Well, I mean, Terra's clearly a Princess Leia, mm-hmm. and uh, but wasn't there a princess in Flash Gordon? I I've never seen a Flash Gordon. I have never uh, like as much as we <laughs> reference Flash Gordon, never experienced it We've even not, a little bit. I I haven't referenced Flash Gordon much. Like the old, literally the only thing I know about Flash Gordon is that at some point, uh. Oh, who's that, uh, the guy who played Boss Nass? Like, the, the really loud British comedian guy? Brian Blessed? Yeah, Brian Blessed. At some point he yells, Gordon's alive. And I don't know the context for that, but I think he was a character who was surprised and happy that Gordon was alive. Okay. Flash Gordon? Maybe there's another Gordon. Okay. Okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's his cousin, Neil Gordon. <laughs> yes. Neil Gordon. Like, the favorite son of the Gordon family. Uh, but yeah, so we got uh, four characters. Uh, I am playing Flipto, who is an age 30 Martian, uh, whose occupation is a pilot, computer analyst, 
and Bon Vivants. Uh, bios at. Should we do the bios again? No, no, they're they're very long. Okay, whatever. There's, there and, we can we can sum sum it up. Flipto yes. is the the cool alien. Commander Chen is the dumb meathead main character. Yes. Who has caused most of the problems that we've run into. Yeah. Dante is a he's a he's the robot. Yes, the robot with a single eye that looks like a butt plug and has twelve arms. And Tara is the female lead. She's a strong female protagonist. Mm-hmm. And that is uh, listed as a weakness on her card because this is from the eighties. Who who knows at what level the parody is knowing and unknowing? It's a uh, very much a pose law situation. Did they know what they were doing, and that they did it anyway? But anyway, so it is time for us to go to a new planet and. Uh, yeah, it doesn't really matter where we go because we literally have one point to one point uh, to succeed at before we uh, trigger endgame. As we have discovered with previous planets, it is entirely possible to fail so hard on any given planet the game ends. Yeah. We haven't done that yet, thankfully. And we have quite a ways to go on the disaster track before that happens. So hopefully it doesn't because uh, that would make for a real shit episode to just... Unless we just got really philosophical at the end. Alright, so here uh, we are at Hemong, the planet on the game board. Do we wish to go to Lacus or to Arus? I, I I like Lacus. I wanted to start working towards Earth. That was kind of the plan. Okay, so let us go to uh, Lacus, which will add two on the disaster meter for interstellar travel. The evil power master meter. Yes. And, Mary, let us begin. All right, get cards. You remember your character voices, Sam? Not even a little bit. They, they were different between you and me. That's one thing that was for sure. Let's see, was Flipto just by generic Cockney voice and Commander Chen just like low and gruff? Yeah, for you, Commander Chen was low and gruff. I was doing kind of my, like, I did cool guy for Flipto, uh... Weird skater dude for Chen. Uh, we we both had C three PO for Dante. Mm-hmm. You did you did girl voice for Terra, and I <laughs> I did I did a deep gruff voice for Terra. Great, great, great. Yes, like I like that we can keep it consistent among ourselves. Yeah, but it's not very but, hard. We're but, like we're but, in the same room. Yeah, you know, so it's there's a bit of a translation there. The crew enters the rapid forest base to discuss their next move. An exhausted Chen drops into his chair as Terra paces back and forth. Flipto pounces on a Kroner Crunch bar, while Dante noisily fidgets with the gear on Chen's desk. So wait, is, this is Chen's office, or...? I, I guess this is where the Rapid Reaction Force has their main base. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, we get a free item. Draw 118. Great. I mean, if we're at our fucking office, we should have stuff here. Yeah, we should have started here. I, I know. I hope we're not supposed to start here. Well, we'll find out shortly. What is 118? Uh, spy gear. Oh! But you should have had this from the start! It's a high-range digital, optical, and audio monitoring device used for secretly observing conversations. So we keep that. I'm going to give that to to, <coughs> to Dante, because he doesn't have anything. Yeah, okay, we're giving it to the we're giving it to the bot with a giant eye who I think is good at looking at things, so I guess It's actually that, neutral. Fuck it, we can give it to someone else. No, we're, we're winning. We don't need a min-max. Uh, right, 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 right. 
Give up, fools. Your time has come, says Dante, imitating the booming message the evil power master delivered to Congress. Wait, do we still, if he's imitating someone, should we still do C-3PO? I I didn't want to have to layer my character voices, so (laughs) I'm just going to say that they're all bad at imitating people. (laughs) Zip it, you gadget, admonishes Tara. Wait a minute, Chen says. Something about that message has been gnawing at me. What is it? says Flipto. Come with me, Chen replies. I have a hunch. Grinder Chen leads the group outside Rapid Force headquarters, across the Klingda River, and into the heart of the city. You remember the terrorists who blackmailed Congress for 300 million Lakunian dollars? Chen asks. Wait, Congress paid terrorists? Oof, no wonder this is happening. Didn't they hijack an intergalactic Laconian transport during the Purple Days War? Chen nods. I think the voice in their random message and the one in the evil Power Master's ultimatum are the same. The group enters a 40-story spherical building overlooking the river. The terrorist hideout had been on the top floor years ago. It's 40-story and it's spherical? <coughs> a floor 40 and floor 1 have very small floor space compared to, like... Maybe they mean, like, half a sphere? So, like, but but no, even then, no. like, the, the top floor that, that would, would just be, be a, like dome. a single room. They'd call that a dome. After taking the shuttle stairway uh, to the 40th floor, Dante extends a digital lockpick from his head and opens the door. The room is dark, except for a flickering light at the far end. Someone has been here, says Flipto, as the group crosses the room. As they draw close to the light, the crew finds it's a computer monitor flashing a familiar message. Give up, fools. Your time has come. Marzia is just a taste of my power. The message to Congress, Terra cries. He sent it from here. So we knew where a terrorist base was and it was abandoned and we just left it? Okay. We need to find what what's on this computer, Chen says. So now we have a required hacking challenge. Uh, requires eyeballs. And if we win, we draw something. If we lose, we raise EPM meter by two and draw something else. So this isn't uh, insta-kill. Okay, well, uh, Tara is bad at eyeballs, uh, which means that she actually can't complete it. Great. Uh, at the difficulty we're at. Chen is, I think, neutral. Yeah, Chen is neutral. Now, we do have all these items right here to allow people to go active again. I don't know if we want to save any of that for the evil power master. And can we, like... So, we're at the challenge rating right now because we're towards the end. Where we need a six on a six-sided die to complete it. We have no characters that are advantaged, so no one that needs a five. And we have one character that's disadvantaged, so they would need a seven, but I'm not sure. Like, they could probably still get a six, like, if they roll a hard six. Is, is this a try until we succeed? No, it is a win, draw something, lose, uh, raise EPM by two, and draw something else. Okay, I mean, it's up to you. Like, it's a one out of six for Commander Chen, or we need to... Bring somebody up. I think Commander Chen has failed literally every challenge we've thrown at him. Hmm. So, let's continue that trend. Alright, Chen, rolls, needs a six. And what the hell does he have? Like, he has a laser rifle, he has a robot mister, discards his card. That's the thing that refreshes people. Oh, right, right, right. We were just talking about it three seconds ago. Well, I rolled a five. So, if Flipto had made this roll, he would have succeeded. Chen, however... Is not as cool as Flipto. We all wish we could be more like Flipto. Yes. So we raise the EPM by two, and we draw item 130. 
The computer's encryption is beyond anything Rapid Force has seen. After spending two solid hours trying to circumvent the electronic countermeasures, the crew gives up and takes the computer to Central Computer Services. <laughs> two hours? I mean, I guess we're just taking it to someone else to do. So we, so we had a computer there, and we've been poking it with a stick for two hours, and now we're just taking it to IT? I don't, I've spent longer trying to, like, change my wallpaper. <laughs> I mean, I, but I can't really fault them because... I don't trust this group of people. They should they should take it to an adult. Yeah, they really should. So uh Back what, back to the story card. Like where where was it? It said if we lose rapes and draw one thirty. Did one thirty not say what to do next? Oh, go to Lek who's story card eight. Yeah. Hopefully the IT department could get something out of that eventually. Dante extends several arms and quickly disconnects the core processing unit, and then hoists the computer into the air. Tara holds up a hand. Before we take the computer to CCS, she says, we should search the place for clues. Good idea, says Have they Jack. not been doing that during the two hours that Dante was trying to hack it? <laughs> They're all just crowding around the screen. The Renegade's computer could be a red herring. Terra and the commander head right, while Dante and Flipto go left. The top floor is being renovated, so metal support beams and plastic sheeting turn it into a maze. Sonic drills and pneumatic hammers litter Who's the renovating it? This is a terrorist base! Also, the top floor is being renovated. The top floor, as we figured out, is like three square feet wide. <laughs> like, that that shouldn't take too long. Uh, mm-hmm. Terra pushes past a wall of plastic into a warm, steamy area filled with plants. A veritable jungle of vines, bamboo, and palms fills the plastic-lined room. The heat and scent of the plants make Terra and Chen suddenly sleepy. We should get out of here, says Terra as her heavy eyelids close. <laughs> A high-pitched scream wakes them instantly. Terra and Chen rush through layers of plastic to find Flipto and Dante facing off against orange-skinned, multi-eyed renegades from Nara. One of the Narans cries out, Freebzglipazanab. So we gotta do a strength. Well, we literally only have Terra left, and I believe... No, she's neutral on strength. Yeah, I mean, we can't get a reroll. We can or cannot? No, we can, like with this. Okay, well, this is your character. Do we want to just keep failing forward? Probably. Is this a, a like, completed till succeed? No. Oh. Uh, if we win, we draw one thing. If we lose, we raise EPM meter by two and draw data and draw a different thing. Okay. Roll. Needs a six. That's not a six. All right, we're using a reroll. Terra chomps down on some chocolate beans. Mm. That's a four. Still a failure. Yep. So raise EPM by two. And what are we drawing here? 113. Okay. We're going to get our asses kicked by these guys, right? The Naran Renegades start firing wildly as they scatter to the base of plastic sheeting. One errant laser blast strikes the computer, burning a hole through the case and sparking fire that melts the electronics. Oh, dang, yo! Come on, really? Really? Go to Lekou's story card three. Dante drops the computer as flames lick at the case. The droid extends a nozzle and sprays extinguisher foam, but it's too late. The computer is toast. Commander Chen chases the Narans into the maze of plastic, uh, ripping sheets down as he runs. Flipto follows the commander, watching for surprise attacks. Tara stays put and searches for more multi-eyed aliens. In context, that would be watching for surprise attacks hit Commander Chen, because he is behind him. Yep. Uh, Chen runs headlong into a Narod and both fall to the floor. Yep. 
<laughs> wrapped in plastic. Uh, as Flipto spies a second Duran uh, through layers of sheeting. Uh, after dousing the computer, Dante scans the room and locates an alien sneaking up on Flipto. Tara spies the fourth alien running for the door. Dante extends a laser attachment and moves to intercept Duran, who is now aiming a blaster at Flipto. Not Flipto! Commander Chen uh, kicks and punches at his assailant on the floor. Uh, but the plastic uh, makes it hard to land any blows. He's a trained martial artist. I mean, I, I guess he didn't win the tournament. No, no, he, he's a failed martial artist. Uh, Flipto raises his laser gun and fires, burning a series of holes through the plastic uh, partitions between him and the neuron who is moving in on Chen. How thick is this plastic? Well, uh, he, he did shoot through it, so. I mean... I mean, it's the next line, it falls dead. No. Tara chases after the Duran runner and catches up to the alien at the top of a shuttle stairway. Wait, she and the alien draw weapons. They made this fight scene very complicated for some reason. Like, each person paired up against one different renegade and then were all splitting up in different directions. Like, this is this is turning into a Scooby-Doo thing? I'm Christ. So we have to... So the challenge is finish the battle. I guess it's just a strength check. And so we win 116, we lose 127. So who's good at strength? Uh, Commander Chen. He is the fight boy. He is fight boy. And do we have anyone else? That's it. He's he's the only good at fight boy. All right, Commander Chen, who has failed every single check who's made this adventure, don't continue to be you. He has continued to be him. He's too covered in saran wrap to do the thing he's supposed to do. Yep. What card do we draw instead? 127. Well, I was assuming we were about to finish this, I didn't realize that we would find it impossible to accomplish any tasks. Mm-hmm. The multiple battles end as they begin, with screams and wild laser blasts. When the acrid smell of burning plastic clears, three Naren renegades are dead, one lies escaped, and a member of the crew lies dead on the floor, a whole <gasps> bird cleared through the body by a laser blast. <gasps> the end. What? The end? Raise EPM meter by five, discard the disc, choose a new planet to explore. Hold on. I think that means that we failed that planet. Wait, did we lose a crew member? Alright, it does say someone dies, and I looked it up, but like... But, I mean, the cards we're going to be reading are going to have all four people on it. Yeah. So I guess they just get better? (laughs) I'm not sure. Well, we're going to be traveling with... What is it? Flipto the White, who has returned at her time of need. So, yeah, we discard this. And move towards Earth. Let's get a follow-up. Where, where Chen lost that tournament. Oh, boy. Is this going to be the redemption arc? Probably not. We've already used Chen, so we can't use him for at least three more actions. No, we can always refresh him. Did you do the last card or did I? I did. Okay. There was no dialogue. It was a boring card. Despite all the murder. After a harrowing trip through Hyperlight, the ship enters normal space near Fallop, a wild, woolly, and untamed world at the edge of the system. Fallop is packed with dense forests, windy plains, and surly attitudes. It is home to oversized plants that know not how to stop growing, and oversized beasts that know not how to love. Fallop orbits a large star and has a near-constant growing season. Uh, early attempts to colonize the planet failed when settlers were lost in the verdant wilds or were beset by terrible attacks from the loveless beasts. But They're really leading into that these beasts don't know how to love things. Like, if there's a lot of them, guess what? They know how to love. 
The most recent colony has fared better, allowing time for an agricultural research team research team to begin studying the planet's runaway growth. Orbiting follow-up, announces Dante. Chen nods. What is the status of the colony? He asks. The intense solar flare activity has subsided, says Dante, but magnetic field disruptions intermittently prevent scans. The colony has been out of touch for days, <laughs> says Terra. Could be the flares. Could be the evil power master. Communication with the colony should be possible, says Flipto, but I have received no response yet. You know, for a security force, these guys are really bad at keeping track of their citizens. I mean, these are rapid reaction, but not like preemptive, like not preventative action. <laughs> we will avenge you. We won't save you. <laughs> oh, it's just like the regular police. Um, we'll have to land to get answers. Well, no, the regular police get there before people die. It's just... Uh, Continue reading. We'll have to land to get answers. We'll have to land to get answers, says Chen. Dante, take us down. The calm beeps loudly, cutting off Chen mid-sentence. Dante's head pops open and extends an extra arm to punch a button and play the message. Follow-up's largest moon. Please send help. SOS. This is Research Group 32. We are stranded on Arbon. Follow-up's largest moon. Please send help. A looping message originating from Arbon, says Dante as he toggles off the comm. Isn't your cousin in? Starts Tara. That's right, says Chen. Colin was sent from Lakos to follow-up as part of Research Group 32. He gave me a gift before he left. Draw item 148 from the lab. Which I suppose narratively is the gift that was given to us at the time. But at the same time, it's something we should have had the entire adventure. I kept it wrapped up nicely in my in my bedroom, but it's decided right now I can break the, the birthday rules. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, and then after this, we will get a choice to either land on follow-up or go to respond to the SOS. Hyperthermal binoculars. This device can detect and display heat through dense material that the human eye cannot see through. Jesus Christ, why haven't we had that the entire adventure? Such as the dense verdant growth on follow-up. It's a challenge booster. Who uh, wants to take that? It's plus I. Uh, I mean, Flipto. Yeah, let's... let's just, we're stacking all we, the items we, on Flipto because we, he's the one man we can depend on. We burned a planet with not maxing now we've got that out of our system. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, are we going to land on Fallop, or are we going to go to the moon and respond to the SOS? I gotta be honest. I don't think, like, any relative of Chen is that useful to the galactic community at large. Mm-hmm. But, like, I no, don't know. Let's take a poll of all our active characters. Oh, no, Commander Chen, you're not active right now. I guess that means your cousin is already dead. Let's go to Fallop. Alright, so pick story card three. Our primary mission is to locate the evil power master, Chen says. Nothing can deter us from that. Oh, I love how in like the story they actually they make Chen give up on his relative. Like they don't they don't let him off the hook. Flipto looks worried, but the Lacunian code We'll have to wait, says Terra. We can respond to the SOS afterward. Commencing landing sequence, says Dante with a happy flourish. The ship lands beside the smoking ruins of the once thriving colony city. The buildings smolder in the bright light of day. Spellfire is still liberal at the ruins. We're too late, cries Terra. <laughs> what in Zot's flapjacks could have done this? I detect traces of Netrazide's nine, says Dante. Chen whistles. That's volatile stuff. And it's not the evil power master's usual trademark, adds Flipto. 
there appears to be nothing more we could do here. Hmm. Uh, so the evil power master is not the one who's doing this after all. We can't know for sure until we search the ruins, Chen says. The magnetic field has stabilized for now, says Dante. Scans are possible. Then let's get scanning for survivors. Oh, this is a... Eyeball check? Well, yeah, it's a, it's an eyeball check. And it's due until succeed. Oh boy. Well, come on, Flipto. You're our only hope. Give me a four plus. Give me a four plus. <laughs> oh god, that's a three. Um, I have anything that's re-roll. Wait. Uh, no. Oh, Wait. no, no, it's plus two. It's eyeball plus two. Yeah. So, that's a success. Alright. <sighs> so... Flipto, you the man. We get card 98. We also raise signal tracker by one, which I think instantly triggers endgame. Hold on. Okay. I'll have to look it up. I think I think that cousin's getting abandoned by the game plot anyway. <laughs> uh, it's it's alright. He was already dead. So what do we get? Uh, scan of the city reveals no life. Settlers may have retreated into the farmland, but magnetic interference scrambles long-range sensors. If any active... Uh, or inactive character has data 22. Do we have data 22? Mm, no. We need to keep a track of the datas we have. Well, we're not going to play this game. Nope. That, that, the, these are the datas. Like, you know, 22. But also, like, these these datas. Like, data to find 152. That's a special data. Well, that would be over there, right, then. Well, we have another eye check. Um, well, shit. Do we have to make it? What happens if we fail? Well, hold on. Let me look... Do we even bother? Yeah, I think we triggered endgame, so I think we immediately go endgame. Immediately go to story card 13 of the current planet. So, fuck follow-up. <laughs> Suddenly, Dante starts... <laughs> forget your cousin. So Dante starts spinning in a fantastical manner and sounds a series of victorious beeps the crew has never heard before. Who? What's happening? Asks Chen. Those are the completion beeps, Flipto says. <laughs> The last signal boost was enough for the algorithm to pinpoint the evil power master's location. You mean we can finally get him? That's right, says Flipto, bending down to look at the display on Dante's head. He's hiding out on Proxima Centauri. <gasps> Let's go stomp that snake, says Terra with a whoop. Dante takes over the fizzle. Is it Proxima Centauri where we started? Oh yeah. We could have headed this way earlier. God damn it. That would have been before that planet blew up, too. Boy, we're bad at this. <laughs> uh, go to the Proxima Satori deck and read the back of Proxima Satori Star Card 13. The crew tracks the evil Power Master to a space station positioned at the Lagrange point between the twin stars Alpha and Beta Centauri. He has used the space to supply extremists on Proxima Centauri to help overthrow the planet's provisional government. Dante Docks. Yeah, the- we fought them before. Yeah. Dante docks the Fizzlet at the space station and the crew enters the base. Uh, to fight the evil Power Master, get the deck labeled Final Showdown Spoonfuls of Pain. And go to start card one, make all characters active. Spoonfuls of Pain? Okay, all characters are active now. Oh, I see, there's different versions of this. There's Cupcakes of Doom. Ah, uh, uh, so depending on which planet we triggered Endgame on. Perchance to Dance with Evil? Oh, why couldn't we have done that one? Should we just do that one instead? Uh, let's do spoonfuls of pain. Like we'll we'll just finish this quick and then we'll we'll dance. Okay. <laughs> spoonfuls of pain. The final showdown. The crew enters into darkness. They feel a breeze. The evil power master's lair must be huge, but they can't see more than three feet in any direction. 
Be ready for anything, Tara whispers right before stumbling over a rock. Rapid force, a monstrous voice bellows. You have not struck rapidly enough, for you have fallen right into my trap. Get real, Chen shouts. We've come to put an end to your evil plot. <laughs> your your Chen voice is merging with mine. It's... <laughs> <laughs> Fools, the evil power master yells. Behold! Uh, what slowly, what sounds like a large metal gate slowly creaks open, and a vicious snarl fills the dungeon. A spotlight turns on, illuminating a swarm of dog-sized banana monsters with four legs and mouths crammed with glistening fangs. Uh, they charge right for the crew. What the hell do they mean by banana monster? I think just like... Oh, okay. Is there a, is there a picture? There is a picture. I would have gone with land shark. Oh yeah, like they're, they're bananas peeled, but like they're sharks inside. Great. Battles, battle stances, yells Jen and throws up his fist. Flipto and Tara do the same. An arm topped by a metal fist emerges from Dante's head. The droid reevaluates the fist, retracts the arm, and reveals a remote-controlled combat drone. So the robot is too scared he's going to fight with another robot. Yep. So this is either a strength or piloting challenge. Uh, required challenge, defeat the banana monsters. Uh, challenge level is six. Win, go to story card seven. Lose. An active character must discard a challenge booster or assist card, then go to story card two. Okay, so if we win, we advance. If we lose, we still advance, but we lose an item. So, uh, piloting or... Piloting or strength. Here's the thing. Chen doesn't have any boosts to strength. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's stuff he's good at. Dante, the, his two strengths are covered by other people. So you're saying we should do Dante? Well, but then again, yeah, because if, if we need to do shooting, the Commander Chen is really good at that with the rifle he has. Yeah, so we should leave Chen active. So I'll roll, I'll roll for Dante. Okay, doing Dante. Need a five up. Dante! That is not a five up, so... Dante goes inactive, and we must discard an item from an active character. I mean, that that's a plus one, that's a plus two, so let's get rid of the plus one goggles. Okay, so we are getting rid of plus one goggles. You just got these. He's throwing them into the garbage. <laughs> All right, Screw two. your cousin. Your dead cousin. Alright, so now we go to story card two. The crew fights tooth and nail, but the monsters are too numerous from, for them to fend off. The banana monsters can't kill the crew. They're only bananas, after all. But 15 minutes of 60-pound bananas squishing themselves against the crew proves exhausting and incredibly awkward. With the bananas reduced to mush, the crew catches their breath. The whole lair lights up, and there is the evil powermaster in all his evil glory. Pathetic, he says with a laugh. How can you stop me when you can barely even overcome this, my pernicious plantains? The Lacunian system is doomed! He's not wrong. You don't have to do this, Chen shouts. End this madness now. Tara glances at the shelves of trophies surrounding the evil Power Master and sees a scrapbook labeled 7th grade. And why would I do that when I have all of civilized space in the palm of my hand? Uh, because, Chen says, noticing Tara inching towards the shelves. Because? Because why? Tara gives Chen a keep of distracted kind of look as she re- reaches for the scrapbook. Chen swallows a lump in his throat. Um, because... Required challenge unleash some brutally painful memories? So it's diplomacy or perception, and it's 
difficulty seven? Jesus. Um, Flipto. Flipto's the only one who could do it. Yeah. Okay, so he gets a plus one, takes it to a six, and then a further plus two. So he needs a four. Takes it to a four. It's a 50-50. You got this, Flipto. You've never let us down. Yeah! Flipto's the man! Uh, win, go to Sir card six. Because, Chen says, puffing up his chest, it's the right thing to do. The evil power master lets out a bone-rattling chortle. Is that the best you've got? Farewell, rapid force. Your doom is at hand. The evil power master approaches Chen with a sinister swagger. A wickedly curved saber suddenly materializes in his hand. Wait, yells Tara, holding up the open scrapbook. Everyone, look at this. Everyone, the evil power master included, stops what they're doing and looks. On the page that Tara shows him is a cute drawing of a little girl. At the bottom of the crudely uh, of the cruddy drawing is written, "I love Brittany." EPM age thirteen. <laughs> Wait, was he date? Is his legal name Evil Power Master? I'm going to assume yes. Like his his parents were Mister and Mrs. Master, and they they looked at their child and like decided to name him Evil Power. Hey, no one baby can have that much evil power. You know, I I'm probably not going to have a kid, but if I could. I I could put at least a weak argument forth towards naming them evil power. Like, that sounds pretty <laughs> cool, actually. Uh, the evil... Uh, no! Uh, he dropped his saber. No, I thought I'd burn that page. Brittany, why didn't you love me back? The evil power master clutches over his chest and grits his teeth and falls over. A long, silent moment later, Flipto kneels down next to him, touches his neck, and then looks back at Chen. <clears throat> Dead? Flipto announces... <laughs> Broken hearts? Was, is there a question mark there, or is that just on your voice? <laughs> That's just in my voice. Flipto is quite sure. Broken heart, Tara looks at the drawing. He always was a crappy artist, she offers. You win? You defeated the evil... What the f... We defeated him with toxic masculinity? <laughs> like, we defeated him because he was still holding a grudge of being rejected at age 13? It says peace reigns over the Laconian system, but, man. It doesn't say that, because, like, there's three epilogue cards here. Do I go to one of them? Nope. Nope. Just, like, end. End. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, let's read the epilogue cards. No, we no. We won, Harry. No, 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 no. If we're going to cheat, we're going to cheat right. Okay. Where's the dance? Where's the dance? All right, we're going to the dance off. Well, to be clear, though, we won. Yeah, we. This is just for funsies. We want to clean. <laughs> yes, our our gamer senses to force us to say we have won this dumb game. <laughs> but first, perchance to dance with evil. All right. Standing at the entry to the evil power master's lair, the crew pauses to drink it all in. The adventures, the missteps, the explosions, the funny feeling that they might have died and come back to life several times, maybe. Is that on the card? Yeah. It, it's on here. Okay. Okay. The dramatically scored... We missed some interesting planets, Harry. Well, no, that's the thing at the end of the card where, like, a crew member died, and then we just kept going, and, like, I guess they're fine. <laughs> so, the dramatically scored mental montage ends abruptly with a glaring spotlight and a slow clap. But not the good kind. Oh, no. The kind of slow clap that reeks of sarcasm. <clears throat> Shielding their eyes, they look up to see their nemesis, the evil power master. Ugh. Give up, you feed! You're going down! Shouts Chen. The evil power master laughs. Fat chance! He says. A press of a button that lasers speckle the crew like chicken pox. I could end this now, 
But instead, he presses another button, and the crew flinches. Instead of turning to little mounds of ash, they watch a pile of overstuffed pillows land in front of them. Choose your weapons! The crew is stunned. Terra speaks up. You want to have a pillow fight? A pillow fight to the death, howls the evil Palmaster. So it's strength or lasers. Charge level six. Uh, let's go with Commander Chen. He's got lasers for days. Yeah. Well, let's laser some motherfuckers. Yep. So, he drops pillows. We drop lasers. So plus one. Brought a pillow to a laser fight, evil power master. Plus two. Challenge rating six means we would only need a three with this. Yeah, we need a three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly just, a three. Just barely. All right. <coughs> go to story card four. Pillows, arch, and whirl. As the crew, Pillow pummels the evil one. He counters with bruising attacks using the tasseled bolster of from his Divian. Still, the crew's relentless attacks knock him flat and covers him in a pile of feathers. You'll never keep me down, he cackles, then pauses, waiting for a laugh. Down! Get it? Uh, the crew shrug. Never mind, you are still doomed. He turns and speeds off down the corridor. Uh, the crew gives chase. The hallway twists and turns, taking them through the through cape storage, cape fitting, and cape laundry. This is a very silly one. This is an incredibly silly one. I wanted a dad's fight. Uh, we might get to it. It dead ends at the evil power master's office. Chen notices a stack of board games wedged on a shelf between a galaxy's never one threat mug <laughs> and a piece of very bad landscape art. It ends here. The evil power master booms. He reaches for the button. You know, the button. All seems lost for the crew, but then uh, the light lands just right and Tara notices something. Hey, evil power master, she shouts. What? He bellows. You really rock those boots, she says. They look fantastic on you. Required challenge, negotiation or eyesight. Uh, challenge level is six. Trounce the evil power master with compliments. I mean, Flipto. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we've been crutching on Flipto this entire game. No reason to stop it now. If we use all his boosters, then hold on, what's this action ointment? Is it a reroll? Uh, it's roll again and add to it. it. I think we could use both of those boosters, so we can make it like a... Just to start off, it's a plus four. Alright. Well, Flipto has it easy this time. Oh, well, well... We'll use the action ointment. Okay. Flipto rolled a one, but that's fine. We still love and believe in you, Flipto. And you roll a six. That's that's what positive encouragement gets you. So we got an eleven. Yep. <clears throat> so card? we go to story card seven. What... What did you say? Asks the evil power master, releasing the caps lock on his soul. His text is no longer all caps. <laughs> okay, that's a good joke. Those boots, replies Terra. They make the outfit. No one's ever complimented my boots, murmurs the evil power master. He falls to his knees, a tear streaking down his cheek. Seeing him like this causes one to question the whole concept of evil. Is evil pred predestined or is everyone capable of it? Is the pursuit of power inherently evil? Is... Oh, right, the story. Chen catches on. And you're so strong. I bet you let us win that fight. Flipto and Dante join in. Liar God compliments. The villain balls. <laughs> Finally feeling seen. <laughs> Tara pats him on the back. You want some cocoa? I haven't had cocoa since I was just an evil power lad. <laughs> and it may be a game of checkers? Adds Chen. He leaps to his feet full of joy. None of my minions will ever play checkers with me. 
Galactic Conquest forgotten. Galactic Conquest forgotten. They whip up some cocoa and both open the checkers. Evil Power Master is terrible. Convinced the game somehow involves dice, but Chen lets him win. Hopped up on chocolate. They play hide and seek. Take turns with a shrink ray. He has a shrink ray? When did he have a shrink ray? I don't know. He has all the powers he needs. They, they win enough arcade tokens to buy magic spider rings and hit the roller rink. Filled with a load of friendship, the evil Power Master decides to call off the whole Lukunian system uprising. He always was a crappy checkers player, Terror reflects. But I guess deep down, he just wants to be loved. And that's why he blew up, like, what, three planets? He did do lots of genocide. Yes, he genocided a ton. Like, the the game took a hard turn towards farce at this point. Like, it did not stick. Okay, are, are we doing some kind of rating system? Uh, like, so this is, this is our new podcast format, Harry. And what the hell are we doing? Is there any kind of rating system we're doing? Is there any kind of, like, final thoughts portion of the show? Like, because... I have thoughts. I mean, how long has the podcast been going? Uh, we're just cresting 47 minutes pre-editing. You know, let's let's take the time to, like, on air come up with a rating system. Okay, 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 okay. So, uh, previously our rating system had no numbers. It was literally just everything we have gone through ranked against itself. Or ranked against uh, each other. I kind of liked that system. It was highly contextual, which is both a good and a bad thing. Wait, are we going to have to, like, rank every load wolf, every load wolf book individually? See, that's the problem, though. Like, what do we do about long series? What do we do about, like, individual bits like this? And if, and if we're going to be ranking, like, a lot of stuff, then I feel like it should more be, like, a numbers thing. Okay, okay, okay. Like, okay. we should have categories that we rank them out of, like, five stars. Okay. So what how, are many, th- how many categories, like, so... Overall appropriateness, like, recommend. What what can we do? What can we do? How about? Is there any way we could like narrative mechanics? Overall, how about can we break it down into choose your own adventure and make those the four categories somehow? Choose your like it like let's say adventure is just how interesting the story was and like the stuff just rad stuff going on. Okay, like, and what, choose was it just, is the what, level of choices. Yeah. Yours is... What's yours? Uh, yours and own are both the... Your own. We could collapse that into one thing. Choose your own, and then adventure. But what is... Probably... Right, so... Choose is, are the choices good? Are they meaningful? Like, are they logical? How does as a game, you know? Like, okay, the mechanics of it. So your own... Uh, yeah, so that's choose? Yeah. Okay, so choose is mechanics. Your own is the narrative? No, that's adventure. No, oh, damn. What, what's your own? Maybe just, like, if choose... Would your own be, like, how well is it rated as a thing to just, like, get and, like, do yourself? Like, how... To your own it? Like... How about this? How about this? Choose, we rate the mechanics. Adventure, we rate the narrative. And your own, we rate whether or not you should buy. So our rating system is actually choose adventure your own. We've already broken this. <laughs> we had a chance. We we were rebooting the podcast, and now like this is this is what we're doing. What are we doing? I don't know. I I I've never known. I've never known, Harry. Okay, so choose. <laughs> so for the rating on choose, um, you know, I'd say actually not bad. Like, we, we were able to make some logical inferences. Not... We're already hitting the problem of, like... 
I mean, so like the, the mechanics of it. Like I can see because the the items like dividing it between the characters and like making it so that you would need to alternate between them. Mm-hmm. Uh, though it does kind of fall down a little bit when you get to the end, and you literally just need to roll a six on a d six, and like if you don't have characters that can roll that six, then you're fucked. So we have we have to cost at some points on that. Yeah. So uh, it's they made it seem kind of interesting, but ultimately the resolution mechanic is not very. Yeah, it's just a single d6 roll with maybe some pluses against a static high target number that encourages failure. So three. Should we go three? Yeah, because like it was. Like, it, it gets some good variety in the way the cards, like, this this huge data deck. Like, we did, what, like, seven of these cards, and there's 150. Yeah. Okay, so we're giving it a three on the rating of choose. Now, on adventure, uh, the narrative, the story, um, problems. It had some wildly swing and tone stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna say two. Like, mm-hmm. it was... It was competently done in, in like terms of like grabber and structure and stuff, but mm-hmm. like, and the, it just had really weird tone problems. Like it, it seemed it was one level of parody. And like it, it was even different. Like going into it, like last time we were like, oh, I guess this is kind of a silly thing, mm-hmm. but still, like, it was like dry prodigal humor for most of it. But then in the last one, it became like a Monty Python sketch. Yeah. Yeah. Like, sillier than a Monty, but... And, and you know what? Some of that stuff there wasn't terrible. Like, when it said he finally feels seen, like, I think that was actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah, there, there like, are some sparks of, like, you know, like, this reads like a very smart writer was given notes to dumb it down. And that sucks. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's trapped between the... Space of just wanting to be a, you know, retro space adventure, or mm-hmm. being like a farcical comedy, and like it did, it didn't commit to either of them. Mm-hmm. There are some cries for help that like show through on the text of this. So yeah, I think we a two. Also, just in my head, I don't think choose your own adventure books generally have very good mechanics or narrative. So I feel like not a lot. Are we ever going <laughs> to see like? A... When are we going to see like a four or a five? I don't. No, Harry, I don't know, but they must exist, and if they don't, we must create. Yeah, this is gonna end with us making a- this is gonna end with us writing a Choose Your Own Adventure book. Yes, yes, a series of them, and they shall be fives across the board. Yeah. Okay, so- <laughs> This is my way of suddenly foreshadowing that, I'm, that I've been concocting plots for Garbage Magic, the Choose Your Own Adventure book. Great. So, uh, it's, so this has been a three on Choose, a two on Adventure- now, for your own, do we recommend buying this product? I think no. Uh, like, it's a bit too complicated and involved to be something you just, like, get drunk and have at a party. Yeah, it, there's too many moving pieces. Like, you know, I've, I've had to have this whole board set up in my office for, like, a week now, and I was very nervous because there's so many pieces everywhere. Like, you could just have, like, a comedy book mm-hmm. of, like, most of the same writing and, like, the same characters or something with, like, just a a book that Do we people think... flip through and, like, you know, joked about. You know, uh, in the last episode we were kind of praising this for, like, you know, taking a book and turning it into a board game. 
Was that a mistake? Should they have left this as a book? Well, it's just what they also, they didn't treat it seriously. Like, if you make it a complicated game, that's not good for comedy. Yeah. Unless you, in a very, in a very artsy-fartsy high-level thing, you could make a joke about the mechanics being super overcomplicated. Like, you know, uh, Problem Sleuth. Like, if you were doing a Problem Sleuth choose-your-own-adventure thing, which was just a setting of, like, towers of, like, mechanics and stuff, and, like, none of them really mattering in the end, that'd be something. But this isn't that. This is pretty competent game design for a story that doesn't interact or require it. And, I mean, you say pretty competent. I'm like, oh, man, like, I played a lot of games. I immediately noticed some, like, huge, huge problems. Like, you know, like the fact that the final target number is a static six. And there are circumstances where, like, like you can I'm have... Saying, I'm saying fine for a true zero adventure book. Like, this isn't Pandemic Legacy, you know? Like, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not reviewing it on that scale. Okay, okay, like, okay, okay. Yeah, you're, you're a... What, you were at one point a world-ranked, like, miniatures gaming player? Yes, yes, and occasionally still am. So yeah, you, you have very high standards, and I haven't accomplished shit, but I sit and think very highly of myself. <laughs> so yeah, we, we have standards, and like, but for the standards of a choose-your-own-adventure thing, this is a framework, but it doesn't come together. Yeah, I think I gotta say, not recommended. Yeah. Well, okay, so that was this uh, episode of Garbage Magic wrapping up. Uh, until next time, Harry, what are we going to keep doing? Dis- despite what the fucking... Like, there was no dancing in that yeah, card. No, even if the cards don't say it, we don't care. We're going to keep dancing. Keep dancing, everyone. Just keep dancing. Keep dancing.